Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. How do we do this again? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> what show is this? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 40 of Do We Know Them? We made it to episode 40. <laughs> I just can't believe we did. I literally just remembered that right before we started talking, and I just can't believe it. We had even tried to film an episode 40 already to be like our in-between while you were on the cruise, and it, it didn't work out. But um, we discussed how we were actually going to have cake this time. We were going to have confetti and streamers, which I guess we could still have those. <laughs> the only things we can add are in post because we just forget before we film. We get so like flustered, I feel like, when we're about to film. Yeah, especially now. I feel like we've been off for seven years. I don't remember how to do this. I came in and my cords were all everywhere and everything's twisted up. I'm like, who has been in here? <laughs> By the way, uh, I'm Jesse Smiles and this is Lily Marston. Yes, hi. Um, thank you for joining us today for episode 40. I guess we could start off with um, what all the people are wanting. You know what it is, girl. Let's not, let's not. It's a cruise update. <laughs> you guys want to know how my cruise went. I get it. So I went on a cruise <laughs> and guys, I'm gonna need a drum roll. Are you ready? It was horrible. <laughs> it was the worst cruise of my life. I hated it. We broke the cruise streak. Yeah, I am no longer a fan of cruises. I never want to go on another cruise as long as I live. And that was the worst fucking experience of my life. If you must know, which I mean, th there was a lot more than this, but it was so packed. Like obviously it was like spring break time, whatever so overly packed, you would go into an elevator, right? And I have two kids. So I have one kid in a stroller and Noah's by me and Noah, my son is autistic. So he doesn't love to be around a ton of people. Neither do I, but <laughs> literally like he's in the elevator. It's full. There's like eight people in an elevator. It opens and like six people would squish themselves in and you would be so tight and uncomfortable. And Noah was just screaming and it was just awful. And uh, from the first day, Noah was asking well, to leave. And I, I mean, isn't everyone like blacked out the whole time? You know, I did see a few you a few questionable scenarios but no i didn't actually like most people were there like it was families there was a lot of, there was one oh yeah my brother saw this one kid it was just so like run down and weird because i went on royal caribbean oasis of the seas which i went on for my 15s cruise so i had my quinceanera on a cruise which was like a whole group of us did it and on that cruise my uncle almost got arrested he almost got arrested and was like detained it was just like a whole fucking thing that cruise is cursed is what i'm trying to say oasis of the seas it's got demons on it. I mean, allegedly. I don't want to be sued by Royal Caribbean, but I, I, allegedly it's really bad vibes on that cruise. What? Anyway, food was disgusting. My brother got um, food poisoning and was shitting his pantaloons the whole time. My son was asking to go home from day one. Anyway, we got on on a Sunday. On Wednesday, we were in San Juan and we got off the boat and flew home. I've never done that before. It was supposed to be seven day cruise and I ended it early. I said, get me the fuck out of here. Honestly, again, I've never been on a cruise, so I'm not super familiar, but when you told me it was seven days, I was like, that's a really long time to be on a boat. I must be an idiot, literally. And I have never felt that claustrophobic on a boat. Like I get what people are saying now when they're like, who wants to be stuck on a fucking boat in the middle of the sea? Like if anything goes wrong. Well, and you do stop at places, like you stopped at San Juan, but we stopped like at how many? four places. And then you have to get yeah, back on. Yeah, you have to get back on. They rushed it. So they rushed to do four stops in seven days. You're not there for long enough. I'm so happy we got to stay in San Juan because we had the best fucking food. We had mofongo. What didn't we have? We were eating like kings and queens and it was so epic. And honestly, I enjoyed myself more in San Juan just staying there a couple days waiting for our flight than I did on the cruise. When you texted me saying that you were staying there for a couple days, I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. Cause I went there on my trip a few years ago and it was like the best thing ever. Oh, it's so gorgeous. Yeah, it was honestly so much better than the cruise. And just getting off for like four hours, you're not gonna enjoy San Juan like you should. No, cause then you're just stressed trying to get to all the sites. So I no longer like cruises and I was scammed. <sighs> Well, okay. <laughs> Bro, did anybody see that coming? I bet not. No, I, I don't think they did. Everyone's like, how's your cruise, Jesse? It was, it was, but literally what I'm explaining to you is very little. It was just a series of unfortunate events. It was horrible and everyone had my fucking, I, I don't know, he's not my father-in-law, he's my brother's father-in-law. I don't know what that makes him. But anyway, he saw a brown bubble come out of the jacuzzi. Okay, bitch, like a brown bubble, like a shit bubble. And also they saw a kid 
standing on the splash cat. Like he was literally standing, legs open on the splash pad, just pissing everywhere. Do you, you so, know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna say <laughs> we're gonna say no to cruises. Disgusting, horrible, hated it. And water parks. And water park. Oh my god, it was just so bad. My poor son. Like literally every time, like every day, multiple times a day, he'd go home, home, home. Like and I'm like, we're far from home, buddy. Oh my god, I can't imagine. Like and and then you're like, oh, actually, we're on a boat in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> and the morning we left, which by the way, we were not the only family. You'd be surprised how many people leave the boat early. So like a ton of families were waiting to get off the boat forever. I'm actually not. <laughs> but by uh. That morning, my husband was so seasick, he was just puking, like, all morning. I'm like, I hate it here. See, that's always what I was worried about with me. I haven't been on a lot of boats in general, but one that I went on, and I had never experienced seasickness to this extent. It wasn't, like, a brand deal, but it was, like, some movie promotional trip. They brought us to go shark diving. Oh, those little boats. That's way worse than a cruise. I know, obviously, because there's a lot more to move. And, like, the water was too choppy to the point that we didn't even end up being able to go in the water. But, oh, my God, you have to go out super far to do it. So we got there. I was just in the fetal position, crying. I don't even think I actually threw up because it's just like this constant battle of like trying to make yourself not. Oh yeah, I remember I went snorkeling and I had a panic attack in the water because they told me if I touched the turtles it would kill me. And I was like, wait, what? That yeah. feels <laughs> I don't know, you know I believe everything. They said they like carry some bacteria that if you touch it, it'll like eat your flesh or something. I don't know. So I didn't touch the turtles, but they came so close to me that I started having a panic attack because I could hear myself breathing through the snorkel. And then I got on the boat and I was so nauseous. And the guy looked at me and he's like, you're like green right now. Do you need to like sit down? I was like, he told me to look at the shore and that that would help me, but I didn't look throw up. Look at the line. Yeah, the line of the, the shore. The, the horizon. But like you're yeah. looking at it and the boat's still like this. Like it's I, not. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't help. I just like needed to close my eyes and go to sleep. But. Oh, 100%. Which, by the way, uh, a little bit off topic. Happy belated birthday to our oh. own Lily Marston. Uh, it, it was two days ago now, right? When we're filming this. Mm, who knows? I feel like a few people text me. I mean, more than a few people text me happy birthday, but they're like, how was it? And I was like, yeah, uneventful and um, unexciting, but you know, it was fine. I did get a little nice birthday lunch with um, Jocelyn and Dana and Danielle from Clever. And then I'm getting dinner with a friend tomorrow night. And then I'm going home on Sunday for a little barbecue. Oh, look. Look at you pulling a Jesse and celebrating your birthday all week. That's a... I, I, it's because I don't have like a friend group anymore. It's not like I have like one group of like 10 people to be like, let's all get dinner. Mm -hmm. So it kind of got split up and yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll take a few free meals. You're 34? 33. Okay, okay, my bad. No, that was my bad. <laughs> but still old. I like. I love 33. I feel like that number is like very, very nice. It's not, is your golden birthday when you turn the same age as the day or is that? Yeah, which I don't think you can because there's no 33rd month, like day of the month. I will not, I was, it was my 28th. Oh, duh, wow. But I feel like your, like your, your double number birthday is also called something. I could be making that up. But um, yeah, so I'm old and um, nothing new to report here. Well, anyway, happy birthday to you and everybody wish Lily a happy birthday in the comments. Thanks. Anyway, to celebrate your birthday, what better than to talk about what is the candle that she sells about her oh. vagina? Uh, the vagina candle lady, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> That's what I meant. Yeah, I was like, Goop. <laughs> yeah, Goop's own Gwyneth Paltrow. Can you refresh my memory on how she's related to Kate Hudson? Is she? Maybe I'm completely wrong on that. One second. <laughs> like, wait, what? Goldie Hawn. Is. Yeah, doesn't isn't Goldie Hawn and Gwyneth Paltrow like something there? I don't think so. I think you're mixing families. I'm I'm mixing white blonde. <laughs> yeah, I mean they all do kind of look the same, but <laughs> are they friends? <laughs> Goldie Hawn, Gwyneth. Uh, I don't. No, they're just friends. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, I think you made that up. There's some shit that you just think your whole life and you're just dead wrong. And that was one of them. Yeah, no, you're, you you just pulled in Gwyneth Paltrow. I think Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson are related and Gwyneth Paltrow is not. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, you learn something new every day. But anyway, <laughs> so Gwyneth, I feel like four years now has been kind of an eye roll uh, for a lot of people ever since she started her uh, brand Goop because it just has some of the most ridiculous stuff ever I don't even like what are some of the examples there was you said there was a vagina candle yeah well she had a candle that was uh called this candle smells like my vagina <gasps> and then she uh, <laughs> you don't know that that's why Ethan Klein sold one that says this candle smells like my butthole oh, and no. then it smells like no. ass that's funny anyway though. yeah so she did that I know she's done a lot of vagina things that are controversial in terms of like vagina steaming and talking about like jade eggs in your vagina and shit like that I knew that she did the vagina steaming because Jocelyn and I did that for beauty tripping <gasps> you steamed your vagina okay first things first we heard about the v-steam 
from Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Gwyneth Paltrow is known for her outlandish beauty regimens, but nothing was as daring as steaming her vagina. Has she been on this throne? <laughs> yeah, she's she's come here often, and oh she uh, she loves RV so much. She brings her friends, and they, oh. they steam together. Oh my god, there's so much going on for just like goop. <laughs> you sit on like a little. It it feels like you're sitting on like a toilet. No, no, no. In depth, tell me everything. Y you can go watch the video. <laughs> well, I, you're not gonna, I mean, I, how close, like, what do we get to see? You know what I mean? It's not like an OnlyFans video. I mean, you don't see my vagina. You see us sitting on what look like toilets, kind of, and yeah. then it seems it. But I know a lot of the controversy around vagina stuff is that, like, your vagina doesn't need to be cleaned and stuff. At like, all. there's certain things that's like the pH levels. Like, honestly, none of this is important. But just <laughs> giving a little background. Don't just glaze over the fact that you got a vaginal steaming. I'm very interested. I've had some weird shit done. Yeah. I mean, well, we I went mean, to that sweat lodge. Remember that? That's true. She's probably done most of the stuff that we've done on Beauty Tripping. Mm -hmm. And people get a little like pissed at her because one, she does things that are just like really expensive and two, that again, are like not really necessary. But um, I didn't know if any of this was public knowledge before like the trial started, if people had been talking about this. But apparently what happened is back in 2016, Gwyneth got in a skiing accident while she was skiing with her two kids and her now husband, I believe, who I'm just looking. Oh, Brad Falchuk, isn't he who made, he's like the producer that made like Nip Tuck. And oh, like, I used to love that show, Nip Tuck. That makes sense because she was on Glee and Brad Falchuk is friends with uh, Ryan Murphy. That's like his co-creator. Okay, got it. So anyway, apparently she's on this skiing vacation and she's in Utah and she has an instructor for her, both kids, separate instructors, but she has been skiing since she mm. was a kid and they even go into stuff in the trial about like her dad taught her and it was this emotional thing and she hadn't been skiing for a while, but she wanted her kids to experience it too. And that's why they even went on this trip. Basically, am I wrong in thinking that skiing is like literally mainly for affluent people? Like is skiing something that like, I feel like everything's so expensive. The trips, I, the well, gear. Well, and it's funny because when they talk to her about it at certain times, like they say after the crash, she'll be like, well, we, we did have a full day of skiing planned, but we could only do a half day. Oh, As God forbid. Like this huge monetary loss. And it's like, you paid for individual ski instructors for both of your children that were together. <laughs> That's so... Uh, but anyway, so anyway. a lot of people, this whole thing have been like eye rolling because she's just very bougie. I didn't know anything about any of this. And I just happened to be scrolling through TikTok. And then the trial was on one of the TikTok lives. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> oh my God, I got sucked <laughs> in immediately because I started watching at a great point because the, say I watched all of the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial as well. And while that definitely the subject matter was a lot more sensitive, I had the same reaction to these lawyers. How did they, how did they pass the bar? How did they, how are they lawyers? How, why are they televising this? I just have so many questions because the case aside, it's like, you're watching it. Like, how is this real? How is this actually what people are spending so much time and money? Because like lawyers are so expensive. And then you hear what they're arguing. I don't even, I, I, I wish I had come with like a list of clips that I could play for you. But honestly, some of them are so drawn out that I don't even know how you get to like the main part of it. But this was the part that I opened it on that I was like, what? is happening. So basically what Gwyneth claims happened was that this man came out of nowhere behind her and she didn't know he was coming. And all of a sudden she like looked down and saw skis coming in between her skis. I guess he was going almost like the same speed as her. So he didn't like run into her right away. They almost were like, he like slid up behind her and then they kind of tandem skied for a moment and then they fell. So she goes into even that like for a second, her mind even went to like, is she being sexually assaulted? Which, wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, So wait, that what? felt a little left field because- While she was skiing? That's what I said. I was like, I don't want to try and be like, you didn't think that. Right, 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 like, right, right, of How course. would that even cross your mind when you were skiing? Like, how would that, you're already participating in a physical activity. How would that happen? But I guess she's claiming that he like came up behind her and she just felt like a body on her backside. I didn't know if it was an intentional assault of a sexual nature. Right. Okay. Um, was he grinding and thrusting or something or just the noises? What's what what made you think it was a, an, a, a sexual assault? So that was a quick thought that went through my head when I was trying to reconcile what was happening. I was skiing and two skis came between my skis, forcing my legs apart and then 
there was a body pressing against me and there was a very strange grunting noise. So my brain was trying to make sense of what was happening. I thought, am I, is this a practical joke? Is someone like doing something perverted? This is really, really strange. My mind was going very, very quickly and I was trying to ascertain what was happening. Well, why is anybody even in this trial? Like, who's suing who? So the guy is suing her because so that's what Gwyneth claims happens. But she didn't claim any of that happened until she starts getting sued by this man who, on the opposite end of the spectrum, claims that she came out of nowhere and ran into him from behind, and then they both fell forward. His explanation doesn't really make sense. This is hard because I, I don't like going through this scene. I... I just remember everything was great, and then I heard something I've never heard at a ski resort, and that was a blood-curdling scream. Just, I can't do it. It was, and then, boom. And it was like somebody was out of control and going to hit a tree and was going to die. And that's what I had until I was hit. You know, I got hit in my back so hard and it, I, I'm right at my shoulder blades and it felt like, and was perfectly centered and the, the fists and the poles were right there at the bottom of my shoulder blades. Serious, serious smack. Never been hit that hard and I'm flying. I'm absolutely flying. And would you say that Miss Paltrow's is the more likely of the two accounts? Well, considering it's the only one that matches with the physics of what would happen in contact, yes, I think so. Spoiler alert, the trial's over and she won. Oh. So in <laughs> response to him suing her for $300,000 for this ski incident, where he claims that he was knocked unconscious, he broke four ribs, he got a concussion, and now he's experienced this like life-altering personality change where like no one likes him anymore and Whoa. he's just too difficult to be around. What? It goes so deep and you're like wait but you just broke four ribs and like wait but th that's all documented though did he break four ribs yes but the brain stuff he talks about is not documented and then the the lawyers will be like after the accident and they read off he's he went on like 15 vacations and was like scuba diving and zip lining and doing all this stuff and it's like seems like maybe you wouldn't be doing all that stuff though if you were actually injured but anyway so he's trying to get three hundred thousand dollars from gwyneth because she has apparently ruined his life in return she is counter suing for a dollar because she's just like i didn't do this this is just out of principle you have to have a dollar amount of attached. Obviously he cost her more than a dollar for all of this, but, uh, and that's when they bring in like the half day and full day of skiing into it. I think she'll be fine. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> I think Gwyneth can handle it. But it is important to note that she could very much counter sue him for like the same amount and she doesn't. She only does it for a dollar and to then have him cover her legal costs, which the legal cost thing, to me, I that's very common. If you win the case that someone else brought against you, why should you have to pay for the legal fee? Because otherwise you wouldn't have spent that money. Well, we're gonna play this clip of the guy's lawyer. She's interrogating Gwyneth on the stand and she brings up Taylor Swift because if you remember, Taylor Swift also had that $1 lawsuit against that radio host that smacked her ass or something. First of all, I don't think Taylor Swift is the first person to do like a dollar like symbolic lawsuit kind of thing. So this entire line of questioning was odd to begin with, but I'll just let you see how it plays out. Mind you, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Other than what Lily just told me, like I have no idea what's going on. Honestly, same though, like when I saw this, I didn't even really know that much information about it. And that was why I was like, yeah. what is happening? So uh, Ms. Paltrow, the, the reason I got involved in this case in the first place was your counterclaim. Mm -hmm. So I wanna talk with you about the counterclaim. Um, is it true that you feel it's unfair that Mr. Sanderson has brought this case against you? I do. And he has deterred you from enjoying the rest of what was a very expensive vacation? Well, I lost half a day of skiing. Uh-huh. Yes. Right. Okay. And um, I think that's, that's what your counsel has argued as well, that you lost, a, you had- Listen. Gwyneth is a beautiful lady. What's going on with her face? I don't think she looks bad in this trial. Some people have been- No, 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 no. I'm not saying like look-wise. I'm saying like the facial expression of like- I will, that's- I, What's that? Even though I don't think that she's at fault in any of this, I laugh just as much as her as like the story of the other guy because she's so like, 
Yes. No, mm-hmm. Like <laughs> trying to be kind of like quaint and like. <laughs> no, she's super, super. She seems very like almost patronizing. But like, do you think that this, what did she say, affected you? She's like, I do. Oh my God. Well, at one point you'll see before she answers something, she goes, what was your name? To the lawyer? To be like, well, Kristen. Oh, this is what, oh, and I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> You learned that Mr. Standerson broke four ribs. Yes. Okay. And that he sustained a concussion. Correct. Okay. That he went was taken down on toboggan. Yes. Did you learn of that that day? No. Did you inquire? What is your name again? Sorry. Kristen? Yes. Sorry, I was going to say Kristen. Sorry. I think you have to keep in mind when you're the victim of a crash, right, your psychology is not necessarily thinking about the person who perpetrated it. No, but like, what I'm saying is like, not again, not, she's beautiful. What is she, what's the facial expression? Is it like, is that filler or like what, you know what I mean? Like what's the pout? Like something's off. Yeah, no, there's definitely some filler going on and some Botox, but I think yeah. overall it's a mix of her trying to be serious, but then also her like trying not to laugh because this whole thing is so fucking stupid. Okay. Yeah, that might be what it is. Yeah, something's going on. Like it, even just pay attention to like the kind of questions the lawyers ask where it's like either the most obvious answer or you're like, why would you even yeah. bother? Like, why are you wasting everyone's time? But I feel like that's court. Like, I feel like that always happens in court. And I don't watch a lot of court cases. So that's why I said I felt so similar how I did about the Johnny Depp one. Because I'm like, are all lawyers like this? What's happening? Well, I actually, fun fact about me is I get really bad secondhand embarrassment from watching any trial. So like the I'm whole like die. charade <laughs> that lawyers put on, it's so embarrassing to me. Like, it's just like, do you admit that you were here on this? It's like a bit much. Well, I get that they have to like, get into like the weird like the little details and the semantics to get people but to get awkward. caught in lies <laughs> but one it's awkward and two like this lady is weird but at least she's a good public speaker the other members of that team oh my god it's like they've never spoken in front of people before and I'm like you realize when you're taking the bar that this is going to be part of the job right <laughs> <laughs> is the guy there the one that's suing her he was not present in the trial for the first like four days and when they ask him about it, he claims it's because he wanted his daughters to be able to testify without like worrying that he like that they could be honest if they had anything bad to say about him, I guess. But someone else said that he basically can't take criticism and they like didn't want him there because he was going to like get too upset. I want to see a picture of this guy. But anyway, OK, let's continue. And um, I think that's that's what your counsel has argued as well, that you lost a you had a full day pass, but you can only ski a half a day. Yes, I went back down after lunch. Okay, right. And that's when you had lunch and you got a massage? Yes. Okay. Um, didn't get your knee checked out, didn't have any kind of medical attention? No, it didn't feel acute in any way. It felt just like I had overstretched my knee and I had sustained a blow, but it didn't feel like it needed medical attention. Okay. And you're bringing this claim for one dollar. I am. Okay. In fact, your counsel, Steve, do you still have that dollar bill? That yeah, you, I'll let you use your own. <laughs> I'm not gonna even <laughs> respond to that. <laughs> you you nah, I don't need it. Sure. Yeah, I it's don't this kind of shit that I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. So she <laughs> First of all, get to the point. I have so many questions. Number one, refresh my memory. Is Gwyneth Paltrow an actress? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So that was just a random place my brain went to. Number two, that was so cringe. So she just said, I guess the lawyer has been waving around the dollar bill like as a symbolic thing. She wanted the actual dollar that he was waving. She wanted the dollar. He's like, I'll let you use your own dollar. It's so <laughs> she just like was stunned. Like, it just gets worse. Oh my God, I can't. Oh my God, there's a lot of, I, I'm going to need a, a, a cringe protection because this is a lot for me. You need to wait till we get to Taylor Swift. One dollar in symbolic damages. Is that accurate? It's an actual dollar that I'm asking for. Okay, but you also have testified when I asked you questions in your deposition yes. that that one dollar is symbolic. Do you remember me asking you it's about It's symbolic that? because the damages would actually be more. Okay. Gwyneth is like, and, why do I have to explain this to you? symbolic and you said, yes, it is. Yes. Okay. And I asked you as well, well, you learned about that through Taylor Swift because she asked for $1 in symbolic damages, right? And I think I said at that point I had not been familiar with it, but I since am. Now you are. Yes. But at the time, a couple of years ago in 2020, you didn't know anything about Taylor Swift's 
$1 symbolic damage lawsuit? Just relevance, Your Honor. Counsel? Yeah, because I asked her about it at the time, and, and she, she denied it. Okay. Correct. Can you answer the question? Just relevance. I was not aware at the time. Okay. Are you good I, friends with Taylor Swift? No. Relevance? Overruled? You're not good friends with Taylor Swift. I would not say we're good friends. We are friendly. I take my kids. I've taken my kids to one of her concerts before, but we don't talk very often. You've never given Miss Swift personal, um, intimate gifts for Christmas. Uh, Your Honor, uh, relevance or I would like to relevance. bench trial. Well, she's just said that she wasn't friends with her, so I, I'm inquiring on that. Ask her about Oprah. I mean. Mr. Owens, uh, sustain. Please move on. You're telling the jury that you are here asking oh. for... Like, in what world? How, even if they were friends, in what world would that have been relevant? Well, How, why are we talking about this? It well, literally I, was I, like she was about to get to like, by the way, do you think she could get me tickets to the heiress tour? <laughs> First of all, it's that even if we went on the journey that she's going on in her brain, which I know where she's going, she's saying like, oh, okay, you're saying you didn't know about this $1 thing. Why the fuck does that matter at all? Like, it just doesn't matter. Even if you get to the point that you're like, you are friends, you should have known about that $1 trial. But that's my point. I'm like, uh-huh, what's the point? Even if Taylor personally called her and was like, Gwyneth, you should counter sue for a dollar. Uh, wh why does that doesn't matter? matter. And, and what's really cringe and what makes this so hard is that I know a few people who have passed the bar and how hard they had to work to do that. And it's, it is alarming what gets through the cracks. <laughs> like it's just like, this is insane. Even if this was some, like what conspiracy are you trying to weave here to like get Gwen, I, like what gotcha moment are you seeking out? Because it just doesn't make sense. And also here I come with the irrelevant information, but like quite the shoulder pads on that suit. <laughs> and also not just her, but the guy behind her. It's just okay. like, I thought shoulder pads were out. Uh, well, shit, I don't know where this clip is and it doesn't actually like show anyone like, nothing actually happens it's what doesn't happen but there's at one point that i think you would cease to function because of the cringe that takes place this other moment of cringe because i guess after this day i didn't see this but i think my mom texted me even that a bunch of people were giving the woman lawyer shit because they said that she was like either like seemed like she had a crush on gwyneth or that she was like trying to be her best friend or oh, something got it, it. just that it was like kind of a weird exchange yeah. which it was. Then I see later when they're talking to Gwyneth about like the direction they fell and like how the collision happened. And the lawyer literally asks the judge if they can have Gwyneth come down so they can like recreate it. What? Her and Gwyneth. Our bodies were almost spooning and I moved away quickly. Yes. And I and my knees splayed open and I was completely in shock. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop there. Okay. And if the court and Ms. Paltrow, if you don't mind, since again, when we did this over Zoom, would you mind stepping down and us kind of acting this out a little bit so I could get a good feel? Let's see. Can we approach her honor? Sure. Like the lawyer wants Gwyneth to come down so then she can like go up behind her and be like, this is what happened, right? And oh I'm my like, God. I don't think that that's appropriate in any case, but like what? What are you doing? Yeah, and I feel like there's such specific rules. I mean, I know in like criminal cases and like homicides and stuff and like reenactments and how it has to be done and stuff. You can't just like impromptu, like improvise like a reenactment. Well, and that's the thing. She very much said it as if like, you know, when like girls are changing and it's like, we're all girls here. That's the kind of vibe she gave off. And I was just like, you can't like, that's so weird. Yeah, um, it's it's so cringe. I just I feel like I. I don't know how, you know how I always say like I am embarrassed by like virtually everything and so like I lay at night and just think about all of the shit that I said and whatever. How do people like like just do this and then just lay down and not be like, why did I mention Taylor Swift? Like I feel like I would wake up in a cold sweat. Seriously, uh, like I would wake up in a cold sweat. What's that TikTok where it's like, you're so weird. Why do you act like this? Literally, that's me. That's me for anything just existing. Yeah, it's horrible. But here's the thing. If the guy is full of shit and again, I don't, I don't know anything per usual, but like if he is full of shit. I did watch the majority of the trial and I, I got a lot of, my bullshit meter was going off a lot. Okay, and she did argument. win. So like here, I feel like if 
he is full of shit and just is pulling like, you know, when someone gets like rammed into by like a Lamborghini and they're like, ah, my neck, like that type of vibe. If he's, yeah, if he's doing like that, then fuck him. And you know, if I were Gwyneth, I might be a little, a little patronizing too. But the only reason why I'm a little bit reluctant to be like, I mean, whatever, I guess they're different situations. But have you seen all those TikToks of Gwyneth talking about like her wellness routine and like all of that shit? Oh my God, let me find it. Because I think Gwyneth as a whole is not my favorite person right now. Uh, there was a bunch of clips going around. Well, that's the thing. It's like her as a person kind of, I think jaded a lot of people going into the trial because they were like, oh, Gwent is so stupid. Like she's so pretentious. She's so snobby. Look at her. But when you watch all of the testimonies and stuff, I definitely didn't think everything that she said really made sense. And everything that he said, I was like, mm. and there's record of him like telling people that he was unconscious for 10 minutes. And it's like, uh, no, you weren't, sir. Like it was a few seconds, if anything, I guess. And like doctors testified to that. And afterwards he like sent some article to his kids and was like, I'm famous after he ran into Gwyneth Paltrow. So it's like a lot of stuff like that where it just, I don't believe him. <laughs> it's not like I 100% was on Gwyneth's side from the jump, but also like not that it couldn't have been her fault, but one, if Gwyneth has been like skiing for a, a long time, like since she was a kid, and I don't see Gwyneth being this like out of control, like if you're Gwyneth Paltrow, you're not going to go have this like crazy ski ride where you're running into like, you know, I feel like you're gonna be a little more under the radar. And especially if she's with her kids that are learning, like I feel like she'd be kind of like, yeah, I, I also know. think that like, it, it, even in car accidents, if someone hits you from behind, it's usually almost always their fault. Like, What's he even on about? But that's he's claiming she hit him from behind. Oh, okay. But yeah, it doesn't no, make true. sense that, that that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you said that. That that does make sense. Um, so I found the TikTok here, and uh, we could watch it and then and then comment on it. What's your wellness routine look oh, like I now? I eat dinner early in the evening. I do a nice intermittent fast. I usually eat something about twelve, mm -hmm. um, and in the morning I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar right so I, I have coffee but I really like soup for lunch um, I have bone broth for lunch a lot of the days try to do one hour of movement so I'll either take a walk or I'll do Pilates or I'll do my Tracy Anderson and then I get in the sauna I dry brush and I get in the sauna so I do my infrared sauna for 30 minutes and then for dinner I try to eat you know according to paleo so lots of vegetables it's really important for me to support my detox detox from what <laughs> literally and then there was another clip i'll see if i could find it when we put up this episode but essentially she was describing um that she gets ivs of this like fucking vitamin shit i don't know what as we're recording this right now you have a little iv so <laughs> which is so on brand for both of us <laughs> we pod an iv at the same time i'm really embarrassing <laughs> myself right here people want to ask about ivs i love an iv i'm an early iv adopter glutathione i i love to have in an iv kind of a random more fringy one phosphatidylcholine that's my favorite iv when i can find them they're quite hard to find yeah and those make me feel so good but this today, just because I was flying, I have just a bag of good old fashioned vitamins. And people are commenting on the fact that number one, what she's describing is borderline. I mean, obviously we can't like diagnose through the internet, but it sounds like orthorexia or like something that's like this really obsessive. Someone commented like almond mom final boss. You know that almond mom meme where it's like the mom that just eats like a couple of almonds for like breakfast and stuff. And they're like, oh, like they're super into wellness and shit, but really they just have like eating disorders and they like traumatize their daughters. Oh, God. you know what I'm talking about? No, but I have seen a lot of backlash about that. Yeah. And there's a lot of conversation around number one, like her preaching wellness and then describing something that's very unhealthy, you know, just having uh, coffee and then bone broth and then obsessively exercising and going to the sauna and sweating and all that, that's very, very unhealthy. And she also like, I don't know how old she is, but to me, she does look a little unwell, like just like very like sunken in, like just very, I think, I don't know. Someone claimed that she, she's recovering from long COVID. Ooh. That would make Which, sense. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that would make sense. Like, but, um, she's young. She's... I think that was what she said to defend it. Yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, 
people preach wellness and all this bullshit, but I feel like, I don't know. And it's not like, I'm not commenting on her weight, by the way, just to clarify. I'm not commenting that she looks unwell because she's skinny. I'm like, she looks unwell just in the, like, I don't know, something in her eyes, like it's in her lips. Maybe it's the fillers. I'm not sure what's going on, but what she's describing is so fucking unhealthy. And I feel like people do this so much. You see a lot, like I know Kourtney Kardashian did this for the longest. It's like this obsession with, there's nothing wrong with eating healthy, but what that, that's not even eating healthy. So I don't even know what the fuck that is. No, it's like eating things that are like, is that even edible? Yeah, literally, first of all, like you, you have things that don't spike your blood sugar, like coffee. After I have coffee and I always have coffee first thing in the morning because it's just my routine. I feel like such dog shit. Like I need to immediately eat because if not, I'm going to faint. Like it's so, like that's not a vibe to just have coffee and then go I mean, like dry I just, brush. I think everyone's eating habits and like nutrition need, I think everyone's different what they need. Um, But I think- what you're saying, and I think is the big takeaway here, it's that it's not like she's some like random actress sharing what she eats in a day. It's that she has an entire brand focused on wellness and being healthy. And this isn't. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And also she's so like nonchalant about talking about something that's really, really fucking dangerous and unhealthy. And she's just like, yeah, well, I try to do this and that like in this very like, again, kind of like how she was in, in trial, I guess maybe that's just how she is. But like in this kind of like, I know everything about this and whatever. And it's just like, girl, I mean, I'm not healthy at all. Like I eat like shit a lot of the time. Or I guess I eat like half like shit and then half whatever. But I just feel like I can't imagine. I don't know. I just... I have had a lot of bad experiences, so I guess that's why I see it through this lens, like with following people like Gwyneth, like throughout my high school and childhood, you know how magazines and shit were when I mean, we were in high school, like it was brutal. But, but I mean, that's, I think of like, there's Gwyneth and there's Posh Mama, but it's the same kind of it shit. Is, it is. Well, now here's the thing. It used to be framed as just acceptable by everyone. Everyone just accepted like, this is what we want all women and stuff to look like. And that's the norm. And it was just seen as like mainstream. Now it's a little bit more seen as like Posh Mama status where it's like, oh, you're just being like holistic and weird and you're just like into that shit, whatever. Yeah. But it's a little bit, thank God, less acceptable to be so open, like openly preaching something unhealthy because it makes you skinny and you know that's really all you want like I don't know I just I think I'm the wrong person to comment on it because I have such like negative experiences with my childhood and like how much it made me hate myself and not eat <laughs> so like I just frank quite frankly I can't like I see something like this and it triggers me and I'm just like why the fuck are you talking about this so calmly when it's it's what you're talking is an ED that's what that is like I don't know I think that's why this trial kind of blew up to be like, otherwise no one really cares about Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> but I think it blew up because everyone's already kind of like giving her shit. So then it was a way that people were like, oh, let's all pile on her and talk about how stupid she is. But then the other half of the trial ended up being like, oh God, that's stupid too. And then it was just like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. And and all in all, I still don't know what's happening. <laughs> but you I, know, here, click one of these TikToks yep. that, um, like click that second one that yep. shows I did not cause the accident, so I cannot be at fault for anything that subsequently happened to him. I just remember everything was great, and then I heard something I've never heard at a ski resort, and that was a blood-curdling scream. Just, I can't do it. It was, and then, boom. I can't Yeah, so he claims that she started screaming, at, came out of nowhere, and hit him from the eye. Is that him? That was him. <laughs> I can't do it, so let me try. Oh, <laughs> like what was that? Reenact? He has some of the weirdest. Testimony. He does. He looks like some sort of like Charlie's Angels villain. Like I can't with him. I really can't. Well, I the whole thing was just like, and also what I don't think like he describes all of this like the whole case against her is like how he's experienced all these like this pain and all these like relationship issues and personality issues since this accident. Mm -hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. You can cause an accident and still get injured. Oh, hundred percent. Like, I have caused many accidents. Like his injuries injured. are only because she caused them. It's like he could have caused the accident and caused incidents or caused injuries to both of them. And I Why feel like I mean I, I don't know anything about skiing and will never go skiing. Um, but I feel like isn't there some understanding that it's dangerous and that like that could happen like I, I didn't know people sue each other if you like I mean I guess if you're reckless and you're not I don't know you're drunk or something that's different but like, like oh, 
Yeah, everything you're saying is what I was thinking. Because I'm like, I get that, like, yes, if you cause someone, like, years and years, like, because as someone that experiences chronic pain, and for example, I was even in a car accident that I do think triggered a lot of my chronic pain the last few years. And honestly, I probably should have looked into that more and seen if I could sue the person driving because it was someone else's fault that hit us from behind. This, though, I'm like... I don't think if someone hit you, like, unless you were so like, like he claims he was unconscious for 10 minutes. No, he wasn't. Cause Gwyneth ends up leaving, I guess, a little before her, like the ski instructor does. And he like stays up there and is gonna fill out paperwork or something. And I'm like, so you mean that you were just laying there unconscious for 10 minutes and Gwyneth was like, okay, you're gonna handle it, bye. Like, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I honestly just, I don't like his vibe and that's what I'm going with. I mean, I don't particularly love Gwen's vibe, but I'm- I was gonna say, people don't like her vibe either, but at least hers makes sense. No, he's he's giving like a cheesy villain vibe. Again, I know absolutely nothing and this is all oh alleged. And even <laughs> the comments are like, he's 76. Most people don't trust their brain after 30 because there's so many points in this trial where he acts like, Suddenly his brain goes from working to not. And then the, the lawyers will be like, how old are you? Stop. And like the doctors will even be like, symptoms of getting older start when you're around 70. And that's when this happened. Like, how do you know it's from the ski incident? How do you know you're not just getting senile? Oh my God, that's so true. And I, I say that with peace and love, of course, because my dad is like 66 and like, you know, he ain't, he listen he's he's got many years left in of life but he ain't as sharp as he used to be you know like he takes a couple seconds to figure out the situation and stuff so i feel like that is a fair point like 76 is not young he does look good for 76 though he does on him. no there's a lot of explanations <laughs> that don't really check out and it seems like he's blaming a lot of physical ailments that he's experienced since the accident he just automatically is like oh it's because gwyneth Oh, that's true too. The physical aspect of it. It's like, sir, you're almost 80. I'm like, how old they am I? They tried to ask him if he experienced aches and pains afterwards. And he literally like can't answer. He he says something else. And then at one point he goes, I'm not sure I understood the question. Oh God. What? Yeah. You don't have aches and pains. It seems what? like it was a circus, but it also seems like to me, every trial is a circus. <laughs> so interesting. I saw someone tweet. It was like a celebrity tweet. That it was like, this trial was simultaneously too long and too short <laughs> and I mm. could not agree more I feel like it was really short like I heard it was happening and now it's over and she won but uh congratulations Gwyneth does he have to like literally like deposit a dollar does he just hand it to her yeah but then he also has to pay all of her legal fees which probably oh are hundreds, hundreds of thousands, thousands of dollars yeah. oh for sure because they've been working on this for over a year I guess shit uh well Gwyneth congratulations on your win and um god bless you so we have a brief next topic, which is the update on Haley and Selena, oh because gosh. something popped off while I was on my cruise miserable. Want to share? I saw this and I was like, oh, <laughs> it was interesting. All I could yeah, think was how much I wanted to see the text conversation that prompted it. <laughs> Oh, I know. We have been discussing the Hailey Bieber and Selena Gomez drama for a long time at this point. I feel like it's been three whole episodes or something we've been updating you guys. And where we left off was just that people were shouting at Justin Bieber when he was performing that, you know, fuck Hailey Bieber and stuff. And we said in that episode, that's too fucking far. Why do people always take it so far? And then while I was on my cruise, Selena Gomez rocked the world and posted an Instagram story that said, Hailey Bieber reached out to me and let me know that she has been receiving death threats and such hateful negativity. This isn't what I stand for. No one should have to experience hate or bullying. I've always advocated for kindness and really want this all to stop with a heart. And what happened after that? <laughs> I, I did something happen after that? What I mean by that is that like people lost it. A lot of people were like, oh, so Haley reaches out now to you instead of like, you know, all these times that she was being shady and basically she can't handle the heat. She should get out of the fucking kitchen. But to me, I'm like, I mean, yes, it is a little weird. Like <laughs> Lily was saying, I wish we could have seen those text messages from them. Like what did Haley Bieber say? Like Selena help, I like, I don't know. On but TikTok, there was just a, a screenshot of text messages and it was voice notes and it was pretending to be like the text between Selena and Haley. Yeah. <laughs> and they were voice notes and it was just Haley allegedly going, please, please help, make it stop. Oh, I mean, here's the thing. 
she is getting like an insane amount of hate. I mean, that was literally how we ended the last episode. Yes. That it was It's too too much. And also like, yes, is she guilty of being cringe and maybe a little bit of a liar and, you know, a little bit of a bitch sometimes, you know, B-I-T-C-A. Yeah, a little bit. But I think that none of that is like criminal. And I think ultimately she's also in an awkward position. Like you, listen, yes, she weaseled her way into marrying Justin and all that stuff, but she really was a big Selena fan. So it is like super weird. The whole thing's weird. I've been in a situation similar to this. Not not at all like this, but a similar situation. Like what I mean by that is someone reaching out to you and being like, make that stop. You know, like, like oh, make that you. hate stop. Yeah, yeah, Maybe that's not how Haley came into it, but like ultimately Haley was asking like, hey, I need you to help me stop this. And I find it funny that like Felina didn't just go, Haley's getting a lot of hate, please stop. It's that Haley asked me to ask you guys to stop. Okay, that's what made I was gonna like, say the same thing. I noticed like, you have to understand when statements like this are made on such a big scale audience wise, you have to uh-huh. know how much thought and intention goes into it. And her saying like, Haley Bieber reached out to me and has let me know that she's in a pickle and that's not what I stand for. That was very telling to me because it means like, she doesn't fuck with Haley obviously. And she still thinks that Haley was wrong in probably a million situations and behind the scenes, probably a million more we don't even know about. But she wants it to end, which honestly it should end. I think this is it, like stop, like it's too much. Okay, so. Here's my thing, though. If I had to pick a team, I think I'm more on Selena's team because Haley does seem like she's been kind of just like unnecessarily yeah, weird and yeah. shady over the years. But I do feel like a lot of people are not paying attention to the fact that like, you know, Selena wasn't commenting on like casual, like she was commenting on TikToks that were literally calling them all Nepo babies. I know. And calling them yeah, mean girls. That's so true. I was like, Selena was stirring the pot and causing more of the hate, but now is like, oh, please stop. And I'm like, you literally were confirming that they were being mean girls to you. That's though. true. So, yeah, maybe you want this to stop now because it's gone a little too far, but I think maybe you should have tried to like diffuse the situation earlier. Listen, I think that things get out of hand really quick on the internet and I get that. I genuinely do feel like you could really want to say something and feel super empowered in saying that and then after regret saying things and regret interacting yeah like you just have that impulse that human impulse like oh I want to say something like fuck and what you said we don't know what's going on behind the scenes so if there's something else fueling it that's like they feel empowered to say something but I do think it's interesting that everyone only blames Haley when I think a lot of the most recent hate has for sure just been because Selena was commenting on all the TikToks that were the reason why people don't like Kaylee. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that it could have been shut down super quick, like after that uh, God's timing is always right TikTok. Selena could have been like, nah, like (laughs) fuck this. But it was quite a, you have to admit it was quite a road, which she may very well be entitled to feel however she wants and interact the way she wanted to. I'm just saying like, it all was a mess. And I think, I mean, I can't be alone in feeling like, can we stop talking about these people? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's agreed. And the, the only other thing I saw that was like kind of uh, confirmed that like Haley and them are shady is I believe Justine Skye, the one who had posted something after the la- that was in the God's Time is Always Right and had posted something after, has posted something again that was like shading Selena. And I'm like, girl, keep your mouth fucking shut. What are you doing? Yeah, and again, if you see, I mean, <laughs> people can also gather this from things I've been through online. If you see people's friends defending them, they know, they know about it, my friend. They know about it. Like, they do. I mean, it wasn't ever a situation like, hey, uh, no, that I had anything to do with what you were saying, like writing it out for you. It or was like, never things like me that. claiming you had done something. Like, it was not me revealing secret information. No. Or saying you did something. It was like clarifying a situation. Yeah, and there would be plenty of times where Lily would send like a screenshot of like a draft and I'd be like, no. <laughs> Like, please, no, please. My usual tactic would be like sending a draft of what I wanted to say. It'd be like, can I please? (laughs) Yeah, literally that. Yeah. So it would be like this impulse of like wanting to defend your friend, which is like normal and human. And then there would usually be a, uh, okay, well, I guess whatever, that's fine or whatever. There's like, they know about it is what I'm saying. And I just think that Haley, anything her friends say, she knows about it. So that would be shade. I don't know what she said, but everybody should stop. Everybody. All That's involved. The thing. It's like if I was involved in something like this and I had anyone saying, st- and it's not people on Selena's side, it's people on Haley's side, right. which is the side that you don't want talking right now. But I also think it's interesting that people have called out that Justin 
has like defended uh, has he ever defended Ailey like maybe once and that Selena has now come to her defense like three times oh yeah good point yeah Justin can uh kick rocks because I think that he's like fucking up as a husband and I would never allow that I'll be like uh sir like I said in the last episode like give me your phone I'll write it from your phone like my wife is badass oh my god well that's another thing everyone says though is that there's been several posts from his account that they think Haley wrote oh I've like, seen give that me your phone. And that, like, she'll comment on it right after, but it's, like, from his account. She'll comment hearts, and then it's immediately deleted, and then all of a sudden there's a comment from her account commenting hearts, and it's, like, oh. And God. not only that, she has commented in the past that she's, like, thought that she was on her own account, but she was actually on Justin. She's, like, oh, my bad. I thought I was on my account. So she has actually I... commented from his and, like, has his password. There's, like, proof of that. That's yeah. I was like, that's so weird that you would have your accounts on each other's phones. I mean, no, see, that's the thing. I feel like... I mean, my husband only uses a few passwords, so I feel like if I had to guess, I would probably be able to get into his account, but I've never logged into his account or like have it they readily like accessible. verification. Yeah, exactly. As weird as that was, I was watching the viewer's voice today and Dustin and Nick were talking about Haley and Road. Is, is it Road Beauty or just Road Skin or what the fuck is it? I think it's just Road. Just Road. And I found this interesting and I just want to see it and show you guys and just see what you think. So I'm absolutely shook right now. So we all know about the drama between Miss Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez, as well as the fact that Haley Bieber and her skincare brand Rode were sued for trademark infringement. Here's another little snippet from the article um, from the designers of the clothing company Rode, who originally sued Haley. Now, this is where Target comes in as of today. So if you take a look at Target, they just announced the three designers that will be doing their upcoming spring, maybe spring, summer collections. I can't remember, but the collections are dropping in April. And one of those brands is Rode. And these are the same people that sued Haley Bieber. So I know that if anybody from Target sees this, no, I'm not saying that you picked a side, um, but honestly, I stand. I think Nick said it before they played that video, but there was allegedly, there was some interaction. So in that lawsuit, there was some interaction before that lawsuit where Haley asked permission to use Rode for her skincare line and they declined. And she went no ahead shit. and did it anyway. And that's why they sued. So if that is true, that's fucking insane. And then obviously Target- I don't know if they, I, they must have lost the lawsuit. I don't know. I don't know if they trademarked it. I'm not sure the logistics of it. I just know that Target is Team Selena. That's wow. all I know. Target doesn't even, I was even looking when I was in there the other day, cause they used to like every, especially like the beginning of the pandemic, every time I walked in, I wanted to buy everything. I feel like their clothing has gone a little downhill in the last like couple of years. Yeah, yeah. You could sometimes slay like some wild fable, but it's, it's yeah, slim yeah, pickings yeah, but nowadays. It honestly doesn't even seem like they have that much of it anymore. No, so they I'm don't. I'm curious to see if this, they're bringing a new limited time spring collection, if they're kind of trying to like revamp their clothing. No, I feel like they always have like featured designers and stuff it just doesn't hit like super hard like all the time but what i will it's say too harder here because it's called road yeah exactly and also um this is a complete side note but we'll end on this that jeffree star did you see what he did with road no oh wait he threw it away or something uh hi guys this came in the mail so i just got back from paris i've been catching up here at the star yak ranch and life has been really fucking busy. So we are fully back to reviewing makeup and this came in the mail. Okay, so the packaging is so boring. And then I open it up and girl, she literally looks like she wants to die. Like focus. Oh my God, that face is like, why did I do this? Why did I create a skincare brand? So when you're privileged and you use daddy's money and you've never worked a day in your life, I guess this is what we're doing. Okay, you guys, I don't even know what to say. This is so boring. I'm not even trying to be funny for once. This is what she's giving. In this house, we are team Selena and we are team not bullying anyone. So we're gonna skip today's review. Wait, 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 wait. She doesn't even deserve a pink trash can. And just like Shawn Mendes said, bye. So he bought 
an entire set of Rhodes skincare. And before reviewing it, before touching it, before even trying the product, he just threw it in the trash. And a lot of people were like, oh my God, like such a slay. And you bought it. It's not only just you bought it. Even if he had gotten it in PR, I don't give a fuck what the circumstances are. Once again, I am just in the camp of how grossly privileged Jeffree Star is. And it's like, dude, don't fucking throw that away. Somebody can use that. Are you dumb? Like, I don't care if you hate Hailey Bieber. Give that to someone else who will actually fucking use it. And if he's the one that's like, no one pays me to say anything. I only give my own opinion. You aren't even giving your opinion. You're jumping on the bandwagon saying you hate it like everyone else. Exactly. And also, I'm so fucking annoyed by that take because it's like people have opinions Jeffrey you're not the only person in the world who has an opinion like you're not epic for that like everyone well, he, else has he opinions acts like too. everyone else can be bought and he can't and I'm like okay sure. yeah it's giving a little bit like uh, not to go political but it's giving a little bit Donald Trump vibes where he's like nobody can pay me to do this and it's like yeah they can't <laughs> it's like uh, if we just look a little closer into your records it seems they actually can't literally it, I just hate that whole thing it's like us poor folk or like middle class folk can can also be honest Jeffrey like and also don't be so fucking wasteful. It's gross and distasteful. And uh, what is that word? Uh, tacky, it's tacky. Back to just brand deals in general. Again, everyone needs to like, even I, we hadn't even started talking about Michaela, but I see her all over your screen. With Michaela and the whole brand deal situation, they didn't tell her to lie. You don't have to lie in brand deals. You don't have to go over the top and be like, this is the best thing I've ever used. I've done quite a few brand deals in my day, I've never said that this is the best thing I've ever used. I think that like the only time I've ever like gone hard for a brand is if I really love them. Like, and then I yeah. will just start going kind of off the walls of like whatever they wrote out in like the talking points. I'll just start going off the rails and just being like, oh my God, I fucking love it. Because if I, if I genuinely do otherwise, I have cut out talking points. I have said, I'm absolutely not saying that. There's a million different ways to go about it, but people can be fucking honest. Uh, I mean, I just can't. Jeffree Star just triggers me. But anyway. You can be honest. You don't have to be like over the top so exactly. like, up their ass like Michaela is with the fucking influencer gasp. Exactly. Well, that's it for that topic. I have one thing to say about Michaela. It's not very long, but it's just a very interesting thing that I saw on TikTok. Have you seen the whole I heart Greg or heart of Greg? thing. No. So Michaela, people have realized because once you get to that level of like, I don't know, attention or whatever her controversies have brought in, people dig so deep. So people have noticed that there is a screen name by the name of something like I Heart Greg or I Heart of Greg, something, something like that. And every time she is talking about a product, but it's not paid, that is the person commenting that she's replying to. So it'll be like, oh my God, can you review the Charlotte Tilbury? Like, oh, wait, is, is it, is it her friend? Is this the one there? talking about? Well, the thing is that people have made an association between them both, yes, but also nobody even knows if that guy actually exists or if he's her, like her. <laughs> like if it's like an alias where she just comments like, can you please review this new setting spray from ColourPop? And she'll be like, of course, let me try it. Oh my God, it's fucking amazing. Okay, well, why have you responded to I Heart of Greg or whatever the fuck like nine times now? Like that doesn't make any sense because you get so many comments, like what the fuck is going on? That's funny. But isn't that interesting? Like so many, Lily, she's done so many reviews of that commenter. But I would say it's not as interesting when you think about the fact that I didn't know this was a thing until recently, but that you can make content and then the brands can buy it afterwards and then they use it as ads. So yep. you can make sponsored posts without having the sponsor, but then if you can get the sponsor's attention, which Michaela has fucking how much, 18 million? Like, 14. If she's going to do yeah. a review, then it's not unlikely that that brand is going to see it. So she basically sees who else maybe is getting sponsored by that brand, has her friend Greg or herself comment that to instigate her even doing the review to begin with. And then maybe she gets paid on the back end and we don't even know. Yep, 100%. I think it's just like something at the very least fishy is going on because she, like I said, she has so much engagement, so many different commenters. There's just no way logically that she would respond to the same person like more than five times. Well, and what reason would she need to like, aside from the sponsor aspect of like, she's doing it for like eventual monetary gain. I don't think that Michaela's like at a lack of like, she's not like running out of ideas of like what makeup to do. Like of I don't think she not. has to do brand reviews. So it is no. interesting that that's what she would pick. It is being faked in some way. I feel like whether it's her, it's a friend or whatever, like yeah. some day she's a part of that for sure. She's I think. causing it. Yeah, hundred percent. But I think she maybe is just like, maybe it's not paid and maybe it is just like she wants to talk about something and doesn't know how to just 
do it and wants it to be a reply to I a comment? Guess I don't that know. That seems kind of weird to me. I would see it more as like maybe she isn't getting paid for that post, but she wants to get on that brand's radar because she knows that this will do it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that whole back end thing on TikTok is really strange. Like, I just, I don't know. It's literally, if you don't know, like you go into your settings and you just toggle. It's like a one little just toggle that says um, allow paid sponsorships or something like that. And you can just go on your back end. You can make a video that's completely not sponsored, a genuine, actually, I, the moisturizer I use every single day was because of a skincare creator that was sponsored by that like skincare brand and they boosted it and I found it. I saw it enough times I was like, let me fucking buy it. It's from like a small business called Stratia. I fucking love it and whatever. But like, I just find it interesting how someone can just make a genuine review of like, oh, I really love this moisturizer and a brand could be like, oh, we're gonna use that to, to be a paid ad. I just find it strange. I don't know. Do they not have any like kind of back and forth or is it literally like, I think they have to have kind of like they agree on a rate or something. I believe that's how it works. I'm not 100% sure but yeah I don't know either way I'm just Michaela's another person I would just love to know what the conversation she's having like with brands with other creators like what she's saying behind the scenes and how she is reacting yep. to this entire situation you and me both sister <gasps> but um I think that's it for today's episode right yeah sorry if it was a little bit of a clusterfuck <laughs> listen we're just getting back we're just figuring out how to do this show yeah. again I'm literally I feel like a fish out of water but um we're back we'll be back next week too and we're yep. on our way to episode 100 oh my god we, we can focus on 50 for now yeah yeah i was about to say 100 seems actually really stressful to think about <laughs> so far away but thank you guys so much if you made it to the end as always you're the real mvp we appreciate you and uh if you haven't subscribed already consider subscribing we're on all you know podcast stuff apple podcast spotify all that jazz so give us a listen let us know leave what you review. think leave a review i don't know live your life but anyway uh we love you guys and we'll see you next sunday bye, bye. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.